Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel. Hey, this is Danielle. Thanks for joining us, and happy Mother's Day week to everyone. Um, So on this podcast this year, we're just spending time reflecting on the sermon from Sunday and um, following through some steps of discussion to look back on it. Today was really special. Um, Joyce Williams, who is the granddaughter of the couple that founded Bethel came and spoke and she told their story, her story, our story, um, about the founding of the church and and about her life and and about courageous parenting, but really it's courageous living. I think if you don't know the story or if you didn't get to catch the message, I encourage you to listen to the story. It's really incredible, but essentially it started with two friends that shared the gospel with one of their neighbors yeah, and or friends. I can't remember the relationship, but two women shared the gospel with a woman who was Joyce's great grandmother, the, the wife of the couple that founded Bethel. And her husband was in the mafia. That was oh, yeah. his income. That was his job. That was their community. Um, she went to church and she was healed miraculously and came yeah. home and her husband couldn't believe what had happened. He came to the Lord and then they radically, radically changed their life. Yeah. Um, they started ministries, they started churches, a church, and that's where Bethel came out of. And, you know, it just, I kept thinking these two women that shared the gospel you know, it probably wasn't some outreach. It probably wasn't some ministry campaign. It was just life. Yeah. And they were making the courageous choice to to speak truth, to care enough about Maria was her name, to share the gospel that they cared more about Maria than what Maria might think about them Mm -hmm. and the ripple effects of those two women. Like it makes me feel like I want to say, wait, do you see what you've done? Do you know what you've done in, in the, the whole church and, and everything that the church does that all the people in the community that we've impacted the, the kids that, pastor told a story last week about some kids in the community that the police needed our help with. Like Mm -hmm. those kids that were helped, those six kids, all of those things are part of their legacy. And I think it's just going to be really fun to see them in heaven one day and say, thank you. Yeah. And look at what you started. Yeah. Look at what your obedience did. Mm -hmm. And just to have a conversation with a friend and, um, this is really incredible. She tells much more to the story, so I encourage you to listen. Um, she talked a lot about 
things that were, she called it quiet courageousness. Um, just the choices about finances, about in her own life, um, Joyce's, her husband passed when the kids were teenagers and just the choices to every day to get up and to help them get to school and to keep parenting them. And I think we all have those choices that we have to make all the time. Like, do we want to live life intentionally? I think it takes courage to live life intentionally. I agree. Yeah. Like it's much easier in the short term to be distracted by our screens, to be distracted by problems and to be distracted by busyness because then if we're distracted, we don't have to deal with whatever's going on in our souls. That's easier in the short term. In the long run, it's much more costly. Absolutely. So I just really liked how she talked about that quiet courageousness. So that was, that was a that was a pretty long narration. It was a good narration. And, and also a lot of contemplation, a lot of the things that I was talking about. Was there anything that stuck out to you? I think what stuck out to me, and you, you are, have already kind of touched on it, was just the generational impact that simple choices can make and how they they ripple on through through time and generations and how families are impacted by just a choice that these women made by sharing the gospel and just how many people's lives have been changed by something that was just a part of their day. Yeah. You know, I, I imagine them just sitting over tea. I know. Sharing, it's right? It's just, too. Yeah. just sharing Jesus with their friend yeah. and how it was probably just a very natural thing. Um, and how it just radically changed uh, her life. And I, I really recommend everybody to, to listen to the, to the story that she shared because mm-hmm. it's really very incredible. Mm-hmm. The transformative power of the gospel that it had in, in their lives and how they just held on to it, even up until the end of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, just the power of the, of the gospel. Mm-hmm. I think that's really... Why, hearing someone's story, you know, we talk, you and I talk a lot about stories mm-hmm. and how it's so, so good and necessary because you can't argue with the truth of someone's story, mm-hmm. you know, and listening to her share s- stuff that her and her family walked through, it's very encouraging and inspiring. Yeah. I think that's what really jumped out to me today. That's good. One thing she said um, is courage is not the absence of grief or fear or anxiety or depression, but it is pushing forward anyways. And I thought that was really good because I think a lot of times it's easy to think I'm not brave or maybe we don't think that, but we think like, I can't do this. This is too hard. This is too much. Um, but we just take the next next step. 
yeah. in obedience. And I think Jesus had those moments in the garden when he was praying before the cross. He was like, Lord, essentially saying, I don't want to do this. Yeah. This is too hard. It's too much. But if it's your will, mm-hmm. and I think that's where we are a lot of times. So we can say, Lord, this is too hard. This is too much. This work situation, this boss, this coworker, this payment structure is too difficult. This child that we're parenting, this family relationship, this financial burden is too much. We can't do it. And it can be crippling. But instead, can we say, but nevertheless, your will, not mine. Mm -hmm. And that right there is courage. Yeah. Not being buried by the mountain is courage. And calling on the name of Jesus to move the mountain so that it doesn't bury us is calling on the name of, calling on courage. And so I think my question is, where, where do we need to show courage? Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Today. It's a good question. Thanks. <laughs> and then I think that's our application. So many times in this conversation, we, we laugh. I think our application comes in the answer to our question. Yeah, that's good. I'm still working on my question, but it's close to yours because yours is like, what? And then I think mine is more like a, a who, who do we need to have courage for? Someone it, outside of ourselves? Yeah. I th- what do you yeah. mean? Well, yes. because like listening to the story today. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. The, the courage that was shown and exhibited wasn't just for her. wasn't right. just for Maria. for Maria and her husband. It was for the generations after. Who, who needs my courage today? Who needs yeah. my courage tomorrow? Whose life is attached to that? Right. That feels heavy. That's what I was just thinking, like, maybe someone listening will be like, well, my courage isn't going to affect a church starting or generations. But, like, one, you don't know. But, two, one of the parts of courage that Joyce talked about today was after her husband died, she went back to school. Mm -hmm. But before that, it was all she could do to rally to get out of bed And Lonnie, her son, shared that he didn't remember having not enough financially. He didn't remember. So, like, yeah, maybe you don't foresee, we don't foresee our courage that's required today starting a church in 30 years or in whatever. But you don't, we don't know. But you also don't know the impact that Courageous Choices has on your kids or your friends or your family. Right. 
your coworkers. I think it takes courage to care about people. Oh, yeah, it does. So, who do we need to have courage for? Wow. And then I think that's where hospitality comes in. This is like my... I'm like kind of obsessed with this idea right now. And I don't mean like we have to spend a bunch of money or have a fancy house. By hospitality, I mean giving people a place of belonging and yeah. acceptance and unconditional love. Yeah. And we can do that in our hearts. Yep. Yes, at a park. Yeah. Like you don't need. It doesn't take a lot. Right. But you have to care. Yeah. Out of the draw from the well of the love of Christ, because our own love is limited. Mm-hmm. It's a draw from his well to care for people. That's what they need. And that takes courage to do that. It does. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that on today as we celebrate Mother's Day and how we can look at the courage of a mom, the courage uh, to say yes to you and how it changed the lives of, of countless people, that we too can be courageous. We can say yes to you, and that takes courage. We can follow you, it takes courage. We can reach out to someone who's in need, that takes courage. And we can draw on you as a source of that. We love you so much. We thank you for this new week. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.